so what I like is I like to be able to take those people again, that, that second chance people, the ones that are failing out, mm. the ones that are realizing, okay, I've been here for five months, six months, three months, two months, a year, yeah, and I'm not making money, right? I'm doing all this work. I'm putting in so much effort and yeah. I'm not making any money. Yep. I love those agents. Why? Because they're in the wrong system. They're, they're, they're buying the Kool-Aid, yeah, right? Yeah. And again, Kool-Aid's not always bad. If you're making money, you're making money. Right. But if you're not making money, you know. There's I, things I, you have to, at that point, start to analyze to determine, is it you or is it the system you're a part of? And you're good at analyzing that based on conversations you're having because, again, you've already been through this. You you've already know how to identify well, I came from a captive setup, actually. So even, yeah, yeah, which even, is yeah. why you could probably read it even easier. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, and I, I don't want to name any companies out there. I'll, you, you know who you are. Hey, what's up, everybody? So here I am again with an incredibly special guest. We're going to be talking about the final expense arena with a heavy hitter, Mr. Alex McGull, who is joining us today to talk about his agency, what he's done, what he's practiced, and how you guys can glean from what he's doing successfully so that you, in turn, can also be more successful in your practice. So thanks for being on the show today, Alex. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. I'm actually doing very well for, you know, interviewing me, <laughs> bring me on here. So um, I appreciate you, you know, giving me time to talk and being able to kind of dip into my side of the, uh, I guess, sort of spectacle of of uh, insurance so that i that i specialize in so and you, and you specialize not only specifically in final expense but you do a lot of door-to-door -door, and the training you do is training agents with um and i don't mean going door-to-door -to, -door to get leads but going door-to-door -to, -door to the kitchen table yeah it's like it's usually a common misconception yeah yeah, no, yeah. so um yeah we do a lot of direct mail um our uh, expertise in the, in the marketing is being able to you know uh, get a a direct mail lead card and then being able to go over there and door knock it get a hold of it so our, our whole job and what I teach agents be able to develop them in is being able to go out there know how to door knock mm -hmm. know how to the, the, the how to's of you know how many cells are at an actual lead right, right. and that's that's two it's the door and it's in the house right so every single um, opportunity that you have uh, I think door knocking is a, is a skill that a lot of people don't really have um, they might say they have it but I think it's a skill that you that is it, it's not gonna go away for a long time yeah yeah, yeah so. absolutely I think that there's there's definitely a trend of more and more agents starting to do this telephonically right and, and, yeah. and I, there's there's a lot of good reason for it because they want to maybe cover more territory in a shorter amount of time and uh you know or some people just prefer it they prefer that to traveling but there's still a huge portion of business coming in final expense wise from people who are going to the kitchen table right yeah. belly to belly yeah so um we actually saw like uh in, in covid um a lot of agents were starting to shift into the you know telesales um side of of closing and what was happening was we we kept the field force going mm -hmm. and what ha on top of that the senior was getting bombarded last year yeah by phone calls it was like aep all year round <laughs> right for the senior yeah. and because a lot of people were still 
I mean, they weren't doing a lot of face-to-face. And right. so we kept our field force on, and we actually saw a growth of 27%. So, yeah. From it was face-to-face. Yeah, from face-to-face, yeah. Wow. So we, we, we did not break and, and go into um, – we, we kept our direct mail leads. We kept the flow going, and we did not stop. Uh, taking our lead orders right yeah so we just adjusted and we kept on pushing through we wore a mask but you know everything we did our best to be able to keep our seniors safe it might sound like it was you know um, it was a reckless but it was it it worked you use all the precautions though i mean you masked up you maybe wore gloves hand sanitizer kept the distance of six feet all that stuff made sure i sneezed before you know i go into the house (laughs) (laughs) not not during the house (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, but <laughs> get it all out of the way before you walk in yeah, with the senior. Coughed twenty yeah. times before, not during. Yeah, no. But um, for me, um, I think I, I I did our our best on being able to backbone our our my I think success in this industry so far. I don't want to say that I'm super successful, but I I want to say that a lot of the agents that I do train, they are. I feel like they're a little bit more developed, a little bit more. Um, I guess more, I guess experience before I let them out. Right. And um, I absolutely love being able to have that availability for my agents. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's let's talk a little bit more about your agency specifically because you're set up uniquely, and it's not to say you're the only one set up this way. But I feel that a lot of times agents are going to fall into maybe one of two camps. There might be three different camps, but normally an agent's going to either not necessarily need a lot of support and help and direction. They just need a contract, so they have an they come to you saying, "Hey, I need a contract." Or there's going to be the other side that people who might come to you and say, "Listen." I really want to get in this business, but I'm not financially set up to do it on my own. And, and maybe I need a little more handholding. Maybe I need just a little more direction so that I can be successful and get to the point where yeah. I no longer need leads to come from you where I can take care of myself. And that's kind of more how you're structured, right? Yeah. So th- yeah, I love that you're going into this. Uh, so um, it gets me super excited. So I, I love the – and I, I, we had talked about this before. I love the the second chance agents, that ones that are, that are, are really, really – you know they they are in, not in a good system, mm-hmm. but they're ha- they have really good work ethic. Yeah, that is so like um, I think it's appealing to me because I feel like those agents that need that help, um, we offer a free lead program. So we offer a free lead program. We help agents being able to market for them. And it sounds oh free leads, it's captive, right? Or yeah. some what's the gist, right? <laughs> well, the neat thing about how we work is once you're ready to actually take over and pay for your leads, you can actually change your contract. We don't keep you in the contract. Yeah. You just hey, you want to be able to hey, like I'm having a hard time. It's crazy. It's I'm not I'm not taking off as an agent. We have the ability to be able to help those agents that are struggling, mm-hmm. that are willing to have that work ethic, mm-hmm. turn them into, get them, give them that second chance to stay in the business, Yeah, right? Because the, the most scariest thing is because we're, you know, we work on sales, is that having to, you know, we work, we work on, we, you know, we, we reap what we sow, yeah. you know what I mean? And those people that are, are having a hard time, they're having a rough time, being able to um, grow them, being able to grow them, yeah. um, that, that is 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 really neat what we do. I've taken a lot of agents that are were struggling and turning them into absolute killers 
Yes. Because they needed that right system. Right, right. Yeah. And, and, and they needed the whole structure and support. And sometimes in our industry, and I've talked about this in other podcasts, that this, uh, this setup gets a little bit demonized, right? Because they, they do immediately, um, you, know, you know, they believe that because they are an LOA situation or something like that, or if they're getting the support from you and all that, that you are automatically a captive agent. And they, they and again, the definition of captive is seems to be different depending on who you talk to, yeah. right? So, so it definitely, it can get really, really confusing for the insurance agent. It's like a lead, right? Yeah, yeah. It gets really confusing. And then they don't know which way to go. They don't know if this is the right way or that's the right way. And they're scared ultimately that they're gonna get trapped somewhere that they don't want to be so talk talk a little bit more first about where your agency is at today because again people need to understand that your system works and the reason you know it works is because you have proof of proof of concept you have you can tell them like hey this is how much we write every month this is our production like this isn't just me talking trash or talking whatever like this actually works that's me talking trash no i'm kidding no um so yeah so um so from actually from March of 2020, mid-peak um, COVID, yeah, we I actually started an agency. So it's that's so, when we all shut down. That's what my my call center. We we in 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 March is when we shut down being at the office and had to go virtual because that's when everything was just getting closed. So that's when you decided this is a good time to start an agency. <laughs> it it kind of fell in my lap. So um, but yeah, being so that. March uh, 2020, um, yeah, peak COVID, I, I op- started my agency. And so I started recruiting and I started training. And so, again, a lot of these agents, they didn't have, like, a lot of money. Yeah. So, you know, we decided, okay, we're going to have uh, the ability to be able to have a free lead agent and be able to, you know, we'll give them leads based on if they're writing business, right? right. So they're writing business, that, that setup. Um, being able to uh, develop them was a little bit more. It's it's and it's kind of like a hybrid mm-hmm. approach to it. Um, they control everything, right? So, right. but being able to uh, you know, I guess you know, answer your question, it was a it was a, a, a crazy approach how we how we just saw. It. I mean, I said, hey, you know what? Let's just. I I was just gonna say, hey, let's, let's do it. Four or five even agents came to me and. They were like, look, I'm not making money. Um, and they were in a captive setup, you know, where they can only write one company, mm-hmm. that kind of captive setup, right? Right. right. And I bought all the way, by the way, LOA's not bad. I don't want to, you know, <laughs> step on anybody's toes. There's some people, you know, you, you, if you're doing it and it's working for, you know, people, you, we talked about this mentality yeah. of people where it's going to be different. Different. Not everyone is built to be a, independent. Bingo, right? So what I like is I like to be able to take those people, again, that, that second chance people, the ones that are failing out, mm. the ones that are realizing, okay, I've been here for five months, six months, three months, two months, a year, yeah, and I'm not making money, right? I'm doing all this work. I'm putting in so much effort, and yeah. I'm not making any money. Yep. I love those agents. Why? Because they're in the wrong system. They're, they're, they're buying the Kool-Aid, yeah, right? Yeah. And again, Kool-Aid's not always bad. If you're making money, you're making money. Right. But if you're not making money, you know. There's I, things I, you have to, at that point, start to analyze to determine 
is it you or is it the system you're a part of? And you're good at analyzing that based on conversations you're having because, again, you've already been through this. You, you've already know how to identify. And well, I came from a captive setup, actually. So even, yeah. yeah, which even, is yeah. why you could probably read it even easier, <laughs> yeah. right? So and I, I don't want to name any companies out there. I'll, you, you know who you are. But, <laughs> so, but I come from that captive setup. And again, again, everybody's definition of captive is a little bit different. But I came from that captive setup where again that that one company can write the underwriting super strict right and you're just like okay i'm spinning my wheel here mm -hmm. right then what happened was okay i came over i became a top producer within six no not even six months i think it was after four months i actually again started the agency yeah and they were like do you want to do it like you're doing pretty good yeah. right and i was like sure yeah all right well let's let's wing it from there, I, I literally had no training on how to build. Oh, uh, build, yeah. You're winging it. <laughs> I was. <laughs> so, so, so it happened. I, it just so happened that some agents came, you know, with me, and and from there, I, I didn't feel like I was actually like. I didn't feel like I should have been a build. Like I, you know what I mean? Like I was right. like I was just an agent, you right? Know? Right. And I didn't. I didn't. I hate the word entitled, but I didn't feel like. Not, and again, not obligated. I think my what I'm looking for is more like it like just fell into my lap. Right, right. You weren't expecting or desiring to be in this leadership role. It just happened, and you ran with it. Well, I didn't. I feel like I didn't deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just like it just. Ha yeah, you're right. It just happened. It was like wrote its own story. Yeah. From there, and then okay, from four agents, five agents to you know nine agents, and I was like, oh my god, right. <laughs> and because because every every agent that's coming on in your structure the way you've set it up you're feeding them you're feeding them leads am i correct yeah yeah so so what happens is you're you know again you, you either get free leads you're paying for a portion of your leads or you're paying for all of your leads right and it depends on the contract for that so we've set it up essentially for you to be able to tune in and dial on however you want to whatever do you're it. comfortable with whatever you come and there's some agents you'd be surprised they just don't want to pay for leads yeah right they, at all they, now, they're willing to take a lower contract in order to not have to worry I don't about force the them to. I want them to get a bigger contract. You right. know what I mean? Like I want, you know why? Because I want to be competitive. Right. Right. But if they if they fall in love with the system and me, you know, um, <laughs> you know, I mean that's that's on them. You yeah. know. So, but um, getting back to it all, you know, I I think for me in in my personal opinion, being able to be this successful uh, as an agency, I personally believe it's my availability yeah that's 100 percent what so many agents are looking for where there's a lot of tools out there now that can help with quoting they can help with hey if you're the person you're talking to has xxx conditions here's what you should put them into or attempt to put them into but agents still don't want to fuss with that they would rather be able to pick up somebody on speed dial and say hey I got a guy that has type two diabetic. Type two diabetic has this and that condition. Where can I place him that has the highest chance of getting improved? And you're kind of like that. You're that that dictionary for him, right? You you have the answer. Yes. Yeah, so it's funny because um, I I had to make sure I double check my phone because of course I'm gonna have something. Somebody's gonna get a hold of me. Having that availability, yes, it's it's super imperative. If you're working with somebody and they're just telling you they don't know what company to write, yeah, that's dangerous. Yeah. Right. For you figuring out on your own, that I think that's extremely bad. I think that's somebody that 
first off, they didn't train the manager. The manager should not be in management. The upline, per me personally, right? If you don't know what you're talking about, you should not be recruiting, right? Right. You don't know your business and how to write it. That is something. It's, it smells MLM, right? Because so. you need to make sure that if you're going to step into a leadership role, you need to be a master of your niche because people are going to look to you. They're yeah. going to look for answers. And if you don't have those answers, then you necessarily maybe shouldn't be in that role right now. So um, when I first came in um, into the industry itself, um, well, actually, once I left captive, I was with a company temporarily. It goes by three letters. Um, we ended up... Um, we ended up actually, I, I went with him, with them and they were like, okay, you know, we're going to give you this, we're going to give you that. I remember my first, like my first house, I was like, well, what do I do? I'm not like a field underwriter. I don't know nothing. Right. right. When I was first starting independent, he was like, take these and they were paper apps. Right. Take these paper apps, write one, write in every single one of them four, in each one of them at four, uh-huh. process it and see which one sticks. I literally got told that. Yeah. Meaning that, I mean, and so, so basically what they're saying is when you're face-to-face with somebody, regardless of their health conditions, you just slap it in there and see if Which, it somehow passes through underwriting. Wow. That's wild. That was my first experience independent. And I was so scared because I was like, oh, my God, I made the most biggest mistake of my life. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, um, you know. So, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And I'm spending money on leads. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, the crazy part was they didn't have this sort of set up when I first came in here, you know? So, um, you know, being able to offer it to agents, especially, you know, um, now, it was just, it's just crazy to see how somebody would not, as an upline, mm-hmm. how they would not care. That's insane to me, being in the position I'm in. Yeah. How can you not care about your people? It's right. your people. Their livelihoods. <laughs> this is what blows my mind. When they make money, the upline makes money. That's it. Why would you not do your best to pour in as much as you could to that individual to try to make as much money? Is it because of competition? Are you scared they'll be better than you? Like, what you would want, you should want them to be as good as you, right? Right. And so, you know, for for me, it's just like it just blows my mind how certain IMOs could do that. I, I just it just it boggles my mind. Yeah. Right. Like then you're, and again, I'm, and like, I'm going to toot my own horn right here. I've only had one agent fell out right so far. And it's because he didn't go to work. That's one of those where, you know, the process works. And if it still isn't happening, it's not the process. It's you. Yeah, exactly. So as, as a, as a builder, as a, as an upline, I want to make myself 100% available all the time. Sometimes too available. You yeah. know, they, look, my friends been there, done like, that. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? You know, what I mean? <laughs> like, why are you taking a phone call? It's like 9 p.m. Because <laughs> it's 7 p.m. over there. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? It's the right business. <laughs> yeah, they're, I got to be available. Yeah. So um, I think I'm so in love with this business um, that I've, tr- I've tried to learn how to master it. Yeah. I've learned how to master it. Then I've learned how to, okay, all right, how do I keep on growing it as as a uh, upline right right so how do i keep on um developing myself so then i started i was like i'm gonna start doing uh, medicare right and so i started doing outside and then now i'm starting to do annuities and i'm like because you know i would rather be jack of all trades you know what i mean 
master at all of them? <laughs> no, no, no. And, and here's I've actually I've had that argument before because you always hear that that is that is a, an, an old adage that people always said is you know you can be a, a jack for all trades or and a master of none or you're going to be a master of a trade. And I'm I'm a master of many because the way I did it was I mastered one at a time. And so I mastered sales first, then I mastered marketing, then I mastered advertising, then I mastered technology. So I'm mastering all these things as I go. And over time, you can be a master of multiple things. And, uh, and so I don't believe that people should feel limited by saying I should only. Now, don't try to be a master of everything all at once. Once. That's difficult. That's bad. Yeah, yeah. it's hard. <laughs> yeah, but I, I did, again, I've been in the industry 15 years, so I've, I've accumulated these skills over time and practiced them very well to the point of mastering them before you know, before I moved on to the next. Yeah, no, exactly. And, and it's almost like, okay, right, you're selling, uh, you know, if you're selling cars, don't try and sell boats as well on the side. You know right. what I mean? Or if you're selling, you know, cars, don't try and sell planes. You know, if, you're, if, you're, if you have a certain niche and you know how to do it, like, you know, do it. Yeah. Right. Learn, master it first, yeah. and then add something else yeah. into the into the menu. You know what I mean? McDonald's is good at selling burgers. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, then they, they start adding. You know, we'll add fries to the meal, and then they have you know a drink to it. You know, and 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 then maybe we'll put in a chicken burger. You know, have you seen their menu? They, it doesn't change. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. if they're good at what they do, they're they're good at what they do. Yeah. So for me, it's just being able to constantly keep on learning as as an upline yeah. because th- my agents are catching up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So my agents are, are catching up and my agents are catching up and I have to make sure that, Hey, you know what? That I'm still create, I still create value. Yeah. I have to create. That's what all uplines have to realize that sometimes they forget is that just because you have them under contract doesn't mean the job is done. Like we always have to, in anything we do, constantly create value on an ongoing basis in order to keep our people happy. That's just part of the game. It's what I do. It's what you do. It's what any good upline has to do is they have to constantly be innovating and providing value. And, uh, and a lot of times the value that comes is in, can be very simple. Value is simple as, hey, you give me a call and I'll answer your call. You, you, people love that. They freaking love that more than anything to be well, able to call you and say you're going to answer the phone. Well, I was told agents now. So now I'm at a point with my final expense. Um, I know, you know, you, I don't know if you intro, intro um, or um, you uh, do an interview with peop- uh, agents that are, you know, or builders that are, uh, do a lot of final expense, but I'm at a point now where you can call me, you can literally list me the medications and what's going on and their issues, and I'll be able, you can even put me on the spot right now if you want to. So, yeah. No, <laughs> well, I believe you. Yeah, so, you know, hey, stroke, all right, within two years, over two years, well, you know, all right, that's gonna go this carrier, right? right? And then if if you know diabetes, you know they're taking a clopidogrel, they're taking atorvastatin, they're taking you know gabapentin. All right, you know being able to you get you do it so much, mm-hmm. right? And it just gets it's like okay, it's, 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 <laughs> I mean it's in your mind. Have you seen like the, you know, like the Hangover? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. Zach Galifianakis' character, you know, he sees it in his head. That's what's happening, you know yeah. what I mean? So, well, it, it's like Blinko. It's, you you got to figure out what. What company will carry goes to what? And I, and again, I think that is super valuable because instead of trying to be able to force yourself to learn it, you're gonna get better with it over time. Because the more apps you do, the more times you go through those conditions, and the more times you answer the question, it sticks in their mind. So the next time they come across somebody who has a, who had a stroke in the last two years, they'll be like, oh. 
last time Alex told me to go this way, so I'll remember this this time. I can I don't have to call him. Yeah. I already know it's gonna need to go. <laughs> exactly. This way. It's like level the rocks, and I'm like, you don't even gotta tell me that medication or it's just yeah. for thyroid. It's like it's okay. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So so but um but you know to you know piece it all together, um I think ava- as an upline being available is super important. It's yeah. super important being able to have an upline that's knowledgeable. Yeah. Having a system that works. Having the ability to be able to control your contract. I should not really tell you, I not say really, but I should not control your contract, yeah. right? Yeah. As an independent agent, I should not control your contract. You should control your contract, right? right? Facebook leads, mm, we all know how they work, right? I'm all, I'm all a big fan of direct mail. Okay. Direct mail is king, it's gonna stay king, right? Somebody high intent wrote it out. Yep. Let me get another Walmart gift card. <laughs> Either you don't use those. <laughs> those are bad. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Well, you know, I we don't. I don't use them. So, <laughs> but uh, but for um, again, just pouring into an agent that is willing to work. I think that is extremely, extremely, extremely. It, it's it's. For me, it's 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 a satisfying as 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 an upline. Yeah. Because seeing the success. Yeah. That is huge. That's the win. It's the win. It's being wow. Because I mean, we talked about it here. Eight percent. They talked about it. When you get to a point where you start pouring into people, you're not you're not really focused on yourself. Mm -hmm. That's when it starts to matter. Yeah. It and that that's what and and honestly that's where the and I don't want to say it sound sound greedy. That's where the real money is at. Yeah. Because a successful agency, I, I don't want to ever say it's me. It's not me. I learn, I learn from my own, but my agents are, are calling me on Saturdays. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's they're like, working. They're working. They're not working. You know, they're working last night, but they still go outside and work today. You know? Wait, wait. Let's <laughs> be reverse there. Did you say they're working, not twerking? <laughs> <laughs> so shout out again. I'm, I'm my favorite agent, my best friend, Brianna Campos. She she actually taught me this industry. Yeah. Right. So, long story short, captive left. She came over here. She we we, we had an upline who was like, "Are you uh, are you booking? Or are you macking?" Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so so you now we say, "Hey, working you twerking?" You know, and it's a, and it's it's, a, it's adjusted over time. So Brianna, I love you. Um, best friend since middle school actually works with me. So, right on. Yeah, so yeah, best friend. So um, it's nice because I feel like we're all family. Yeah, yeah. It's not, this business is very lonely. Yeah. It's very lonely. It's, and it's, uh, because it, you're independent. That's it. You know what I mean? And if you're captive, you know, captive one company. Yeah. Then that's, you know, you're going to have more, I guess, camaraderie and, and, and close and being close. But, um, you know, you're going to have that, you're going to be in an office and working every single day, you know, and right next to them. You're not independent. That's right. right. This business can be lonely and it, and, it, and it gets, you know, you need to have somebody, not just your upline, but have some, a team together that is extremely close. And I think that we are extremely close as a, as an agency, as, as a group, um, you know, my agents don't leave. But yeah. I, and I don't want, I don't want to say that like, like, like it's not cocky. cocky. I'm not trying to be cocky. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it as just like I'm proud of it. Yeah, they're happy. They're happy. They're that's happy. what you want. That's what yeah. you ultimately happy, want. Happy agents, you know, make money. Yeah. Happy agents are working on Saturdays. Yeah. Right. And and again, I'm, I don't want to really de- tell it all me. It's 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 all about the 
I, I, I think it's, it's just the organization, it's the system. It's the culture. It's the culture, yeah. Yeah. So if, uh, you know, so to kind of wrap things up here today, there's going to be people who are listening to this who say, I like what he's saying, and I like what, what he's talking about regarding the fact that I'm still in control of my contracts, yet I can still find a way to get some help with leads and help with systems and support. So how do people get in touch with you? Is there ways online or is it phone or if they want to kind of semi-interview or just talk to you to see if it's a good fit? Yeah, so um, you, you know, you can reach out to me. Um, we're um, actually my um, agency. We're called Summit Solutions by Alexander McGall. It's on Facebook. It's a Blue Mountain. Um, I didn't really want to uh, promote it yet because I feel like I'm going to be switching the name up very soon. All so. Right. Um, but at least they can maybe instant message you on Facebook. If they yeah, like you Al Alex McGaw, Alexander McGaw. I need a marker. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Are you asked if I'm available? <laughs> I'm a little busy, Alex. <laughs> I can do <laughs> So, yeah, Alex McGaw, um, I'm Summit Solutions. Um, you know, I'm, if you want to reach out to me, if you want to put my number on, I don't know how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put it when we post the video. number sure. and, uh, you know, reach out and, you know, I'm my... If you know, if you want to incorporate FE, right? If you are, if there's somebody wants to incorporate FE, you can keep your Medicare contracts wherever you're at. I don't want to steal anybody from anything, but if you're just or an agent that's just struggling, um, I feel like you know being able to get that second chance and be like, oh my gosh, I found it. I found home, and, yeah. I, it, and that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm, I feel like I try my best to be able to provide a home for an agent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate you coming on today. I appreciate I you having me. Yeah. It, it's been, a, it, like I said, it, it, when I find people who I feel are genuine, that's to me very important. That's what the people who I want on my podcast, people who are genuinely looking to help others, whether it be the consumer or the agent, because I myself have a passion for both. And I love meeting people like you who also have that same passion. So thanks again for coming on. This was a great interview. Was awesome. Great. Yeah. yeah, we had a lot of fun. No, so I, We're going to get some mimosas after. <laughs> I still got a few more of these to do. I don't know if I can do it yet. Maybe tonight. Maybe okay. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You want to see me drunk when I'm doing it now? Are you sure? Part. Have I'm, you done it? <laughs> no, I haven't done it yet. But I don't know if I want to. Okay. You can start with me. We can do another interview. <laughs> so, guys, thanks for watching. And then again, uh, look for his contact info. I'll have it either above or below, depending on where you're watching this. But either way, thanks for watching. We'll see you on the next video. Take care. Hey, thanks for watching the podcast. If you like the content, please hit the like button, subscribe to the YouTube channel. That way you can get notified when more new content comes out. We'll see you on the next one.